Looking for a CRM that's more Canadian than apologizing for apologizing? Meet Client Connector. Imagine high-levels genius, now with extra Canadian politeness and a dash of maple syrup smoothness. Courtesy of Blue Cow Marketing's Decade of Wizardry in Business Automation, this is where tech meets Canadian charm. For just $97 a month, you're not buying a system. You're getting a hockey team's worth of support, minus the ice. It's all the CRM power you need, with the personal touch of your favorite local diner. Ready to make your business as smooth as maple syrup and as efficient as a beaver dam? Paddle over to clientconnector.app and let's get your business saying sorry for being so awesome. Are you feeling currently stuck in a rut in your business? Maybe there's debt building up and you, you're just tired of all these tactics that seem like spamming people online to really get through. Well, if that is you, today's episode is one that you will want to listen to all the way through. Zihan Omlor is our guest today and she was in a lot of debt in her 50s and really started over online to build her business organically. Thank you so much for joining me here on today's episode. I'm looking forward to our discussion. I was doing some research about um, what you've done in the past and everything, and it's really an interesting story. Um, so again, thank you for, for joining me and um, welcome. Well, thank you for having me. So I understand that, that you know, you've, you've kind of transformed your life over the years from being deep in debt to making 1 million in 17 months. And I mean, that's without ads. And you mentioned organically before the, the, the show started when we were chatting. And to me, and I know for our listeners, you know, they hear that and they think, is that really doable? But you've done it. Um, tell mm -hmm. us a bit about this story of what led to that. Well, actually, I'm at about 3 million now. But when I got online, I got, I, I, I like to tell people like the first, you know, lot. And the first thing was I got online four years ago. Um, now, prior to that, I'll just backtrack quickly. I was um, a business coach and a business consultant and leadership, uh, executive leadership coach. And I did the whole offline, you know, networking, speaking, going to ambassador meetings, you know. Um, I was part of the, uh, you know, like small business places and I did all that. And I was a beast. Now in New York, that was working because there's a lot of people in New York that millions of people more people, and they do team, seem to invest in their businesses more because, you know, a New York minute, minute is worth a lot more than anywhere, you know, and so people really need to maximize their lives. So it's like, yeah, I'll hire you. Then I moved to the Midwest, like during my a divorce, which I had been separated before anyway, but that was the, the legal part of the divorce. And the Midwest, they're not like jumping on stuff. These are not people, they're fine. It's much cheaper to live there. They're not as motivated, and I'm not saying that nobody in the Midwest is motivated, but as a general population, I think we can agree they're not as motivated as, say, New Yorkers, like having that stress of like making it. So I thought, you know what? I'm a beast. I'm out there networking, doing my normal stuff. I'm a really good business coach, but I thought this is not a market for me. I'm not in the right place. And I think what was smart is that I realized you don't keep knocking on a door where they're not opening. You realize that, that that's not where you should be with what your marketing avenue is. And it's no reflection on how good you are as a business owner, a coach, or anything. It's, it's like saying, um, you have the best pies in the whole world, right? But 
your shop is in the end of a dark, horrible, moldy alley that nobody's going to walk in because there's probably criminals in there and you're going to get attacked or killed, right? And mice and rats and it's dirty and smelly, but you have the best pies in this beautiful, immaculate shop at the end of that dark alley. Best pies in the whole world. Nothing against your pies. Just to get there, they're not going to get there. People aren't going to get there. And that's what I started to think. I thought, oh, I'm in that dark alley right now. Not the Midwest is a dark alley, but I've got great services. I'm great at what I do, but they are, there's no avenue here for me. So I thought I got to get online. So I was in deep, deep debt at that point, 54. And I thought, this is not how I want my life to be. This is not how I see myself. This is, yes, I've been through bad times, good times, and went through a bad time, but but this is not it. And 54, you're kind of going towards, you know, you know, the retirement, not that I'm going to retire, but you're getting older. It's not like, gee, I'm 30 and I have my whole life. I'm thinking I'm 54 and I don't have my whole life ahead of me. Let's be real. Even though we are in denial about death here in America and in, you know, these new, new countries, we are in denial about death. And I'm like, well, I'm not, you know, and my life's passing. I have to fix this. Now I was not in a great mental or mindset state. This was not somebody that was wonderful and I'm so confident. I was in the worst mental state of failing, depressed. I had a low-level depression, keeping things afloat. Everything was on, on credit card, taking care of my daughters, you know, to make sure. And I thought, I'm getting online and I saw this big hill and I thought, I got to climb that hill. So I found a 10K program and I plonked down 10K on three different credit cards to get in. Wasn't the best program ever and it didn't even teach me what I learned. It just got me. I thought I got to do a 10K program because I want that level of person as colleagues because I know about, I thought, no, I'm not doing some cheap thing in the, no, we've all got to be in there paying 10K. That was important to me. That was the first thing I got in. It was supposed to be about Facebook ads because I was so naive about online marketing that I thought, oh, you just get online and plug in. I knew it wasn't going to be plugged in, but you know, work them. And they said, oh no, you can't do Facebook ads because you have no online offer. I thought, okay. Yet I just paid 10K for this. What do I do? Oh, well, you have to do something called organic. And I literally said, what, like carrots? Because I didn't know what organic marketing was. I'd never heard the term before. It was all new. And they said, no, not like carrots. And I said, well, there's no trainings for this in your program. There are many trainings all about ads and funnels and you know content. And I said, and they said, oh, yeah, just, just go talk to people. I said, that's the training. Go talk to people. They said, yeah, just go talk to people online. I thought, okay, I have to develop a way to talk to people online because this is my last chance. And I just got another 10K in in debt. was nothing compared to the other debt, but it's extra. And I'd given up my ties. I'd broken up with offline. I thought, this is it. I'm not doing that anymore. It wasn't working. I'm not going back. It was too depressing. So hard to get a client. And I thought, this has to work. And it forced me to figure out how to get clients from my Facebook profile. That's, that's quite a, that's a story that like, I think a lot of people can, can resonate with kind of probably the, the emotions, the feelings that you had with that. Um, you know, when you, you've bought a program with all these expectations and you realize it's not what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to kind of unpack this a bit more and dive more into like how you figured out how to go and talk to people and grow it organically. Uh, how, how did that part go for you? Honestly, I was desperate. No, you know, I'm going to be really honest. I was just completely desperate. And the thing is, it's good for people to hear that because we're always telling people, fix your mindset, then you'll be successful. Okay. I'm big on mindset. I'm actually a mindset coach as well as a business coach. And the more you grow that, the better it is. 
However, I was at a point where I thought, no, I can't fix my mindset and be successful because I need to be successful for my mindset to be better. So I just need to do this thing. And even if I'm desperate, I will turn up. And even if I'm scared to death, I will turn up and anxiety and having anxiety attacks, actually. I will do this thing because I have no choice and I will do it because I'm a beast and I'm greedy and I will do this. And I'm going to fix this no matter what. I don't care how I feel. And that's how I did it. That's, that was the first thing. And I started doing morning mindset because I did, did learn that from them, this formula. I thought, okay, I do mindset, but I, every single morning I did morning mindset, like visualizing what's this going to be, how I'm, and even though I woke up like so full of anxiety, I thought, no, be a beast, get into that state. And was it hard? It was really hard. And the problem is this, everything's hard. It's hard to fail and it's hard to do the work to not fail. Pick your heart, choose your heart. It's hard to be grossly overweight. It's also hard to lose the weight. Choose your heart. It's always going to be hard. So this thing of, oh, that was so easy for her. No, it wasn't easy. But what I did was, to answer your question, because I digressed, (laughs) I do remember the question, was I just thought, okay, let me see. I was really good at talking to people offline. I'm going to do the same thing online, but just figure out how that works differently. And I did. And I had 900 conversations in Facebook message, 900 in eight weeks. I just went out and I thought, I'm just going to talk to people. I'm going to figure out what they need. And I changed my market because I realized talking to people that coaches were desperate. And I thought, oh my gosh, there's all these coaches and I'm a coach and I'd coached certain coaches and consultants. I've coached many, many businesses. But I thought they really need help because I am good at marketing. I mean, I'd had eight years of marketing and understanding marketing, but I just needed to learn how to operate in a different box. So the way I see it is life is just a bunch of little boxes, big or small. Now I knew how to operate in a box called networking and public speaking and, and, and following up because I'm really good at that and emailing people and saying, Hey, you want to get on a call, blah, blah, blah. And getting on a sales call. All right. And I thought, okay, this is just a different venue. It's just learning how to do something in a different way and customizing it. So I customized it, it was different for me because I didn't even know you could talk to people in Facebook messenger. And that was new. I thought people are getting sales through messenger on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. Really? I didn't even know that. I thought it was all ads. It was like, Wow. Blew my mind. That's how unsophisticated I was four years ago. Okay. So it's also to show people I was not techie at all. I couldn't even use Zoom. A colleague of mine had to do a Loom video to show me how to use Zoom. That's how not techie. I'm serious. I should have a t-shirt printed least likely to succeed online because I was older. I was not techie. I was an offline person, the old ways, right? I was in deep, deep debt, not in a good mental state, low-level depression, and anxiety, and I still made it online? Anyone can do this. Anyone can do this. Anyone. And also, it's not like you turn up and you're 54 and people are like, oh, I'm going to follow you because you're young and beautiful, right? So I didn't have, you know, there is sometimes that attraction factor with, you know, TikTok and IG people, right? So I'm not an IG person, you know, I'm on IG, but you know what I mean? It wasn't like that was selling. It's basically here I am. And I even look worse today, just so you're, if you are on video, I had a bike accident on Saturday in case your people are wondering why I have black eyes if this is video. Um, I turned up anyway. I'm like, well, you know, I have this appointment. I did have to cancel a few because I just wasn't feeling well at the beginning of the week. That's, but, but I feel okay. It's about just doing what you need to do. So what I did as I spoke to 900 people, on the eighth week, after 18 sales calls, 
18 to sort out my market. Like I thought, okay, that's not a fit. No, those are general business. And I was talking to all sorts of business people because I thought it was general business was my market. And I realized, wait a minute, no, it's coaches because I'd spoken to so many people. It was process oriented. On the 18th sales call, I got a, and it was a Canadian guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he said, have, have you done this before? Have you had a client before with this? I said, no. He said, wait, you're not going to come up with some fake testimonial? I said, no. I said, I've been coaching for eight years, but this, I'm just figuring this out now and I know I can help you. And he said, you know, I want to talk to my wife about this. And they came back and he said, we are so impressed, my wife and I, that you did not lie to us. And you literally just told us the truth that I would be your first client for this, that I'm signing up because I really like you and I trust you. Okay, so that was my first client. And he came in and before we even, and I was segueing other offline clients out of my program. Nobody does that. There were offline clients in my program that were finishing off while I was getting offline clients. I just explained, yeah, I'm doing both for now until we, nobody does that, but I do because I'm not waiting for things to be perfect. I thought this will work. So there was a mix for a few weeks. And they're like, I said, I'm just going to coach all of you on everything until, until <laughs> your program ends. And he said, do you know what? He got on the first group coaching call before we'd really even started. And he said, Jean, he said, I have something to tell you. I said, what? He goes, do you believe in the law of attraction? I said, I believe in the law of attraction with action. Yes. He goes, I just got a 30K client. And I just by signing up with you from just the sheer mindset. 30K before I even started coaching. So yes, I do believe in mindset. That's how I did it. And, and then on that week, we, it was just eight weeks of just such stress, hardly sleeping, trying to desperately make it work. My daughters are seeing me working night and day, like 18 hours. I mean, as many hours as I could get. You know, you know when you're in college, like studying, you feel like cobwebs on your face. It was that kind of a feeling again. <laughs> and we, I even had to take them to camp during that. And I had to stay in a co-working space for a week and do that. And then I thought, oh, we're here. I should really take my kids on some vacation. So we did a road trip. I was full of anxiety. And I was having, it was in New Mexico, visiting family. And one of my colleagues, I said, I am having an anxiety attack. I'm like, this doesn't work. And I have to take time. He goes, just have your trip and, and get back in three days and just try to relax. So I did. I tried to just for three days, got back, got that client. And like, we danced around my home crying. It's like, it worked. And I knew when I got that first client that I was onto something big. I knew this was it. And on that same week, I got two more clients. Now, in those days, I was only charging 5K. It was just me. So I made $15,000 in one week. That was the most I'd ever made in my life. Hmm. And then from there, the next month, I made 30K. Then I made 40K. Because people are like, how are you doing that so simply? Because they saw how simple it was. They saw me get online and they saw like I had nothing. And then a few weeks later, I'm like, this is how I'm doing it. So it just built. And then, and then you know, that was 2019, end of 2019. Then COVID started you know, a few months later, but I was already yeah. positioned online and then people really needed my help. Wow. Yeah. I, I think we, we tend to try to overcomplicate things when we, when we try to think through it before we actually do it. And uh, a couple of things we want to kind of unpack there. Uh, you mentioned early on that when you took that 10,000 program, they mm-hmm. said, you know, you didn't have an offer. Did you mm-hmm. have an offer when you started or did you just like, once you started in a conversation, you were just building it as you went? No, I had an offer. Okay. It wasn't working because it was really based on my offline offer. Mm. And you can't just, again, a different venue, different box. You have to customize. And I know this about marketing. You have to customize what you're doing for the new box or the new venue. So I just thought, sure, you know, I was doing this and I just had an event and I'd gotten uh, you know, some clients into that program. And 
I thought, sure, that's going to work online because I didn't know. And I thought, no, it didn't work online. It just, I was like, this isn't a fit. It just it didn't work selling this online. So, I, you know, I thought this is, this is that many conversations. They're like, hmm. And I thought, wait, it needs to be clear. So I developed, I redeveloped the offer as I went. Now I'm very good because we worked with over 390 coaches now. So I am so good at crafting offers. I could do it with my eyes closed now <laughs> because I've spoken to thousands of coaches and people now. So when you have that much experience of that many people process, that many conversations and knowing the market that well, pricing everything, it is so easy for me to now help others with their, their offers and to see where it's not going to work. So well, what would you yeah. say is, is, you know, what makes the offer great? Like what, when you were trying to, to develop an offer, what works and what, what wouldn't work? In that. Well, you know, basically my offer, and it's not always about money. Like mm -hmm. I have coaches that coach on various things. Like one of my coaching clients, she is really good at relationships, like helping women to have really good marriages or, or you know, relationships because she went through that and she really figured it out. She's so good. Just it's better than therapy. It's like actionable. And she said, this saved my marriage and she's got a great marriage now. And so She's really good at that. So that's a really good offer. Most people, like what's more expensive to pay somebody 5K to fix their marriage and be happy or to divorce and not be happy and pay for the divorce lawyer? Right. I ask you, right? Good offer. Mm -hmm. Also, people want good relationships, right? They, they should, and a lot of people will prioritize that. But for mine, okay, so that's like a, a, you know, a real uh, win, right? Mm -hmm. That's very valuable. Then there's... Um, like certain life coaches, you know, very valuable. Mine is I'm going to help you get clients online exactly the way I do. Exactly the way I do. Have I tested ads? Sure. Did they ever work well? No, but I'm still <laughs> testing because I'm just curious and I'm, I'm a beast and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to crack that as well. But I will always do organic marketing because it's aligned with what I'm teaching, right? And then I can teach, I teach my clients who get to a certain, like you have to be earning quite a lot of money. Then I say, hey, do you want to start testing ads? It's a mission and you're going to dump a lot of money and waste a lot of money. But you know, be, be aware, you need at least 50K just to throw away in the ads testing. That's real. That is real. Those are real numbers. Okay. So you got to really be at 100K months to really feel comfortable with that, I believe. You know, mm -hmm. some people may be 60, but, but you should be at least making 40K months before you you start the ads because if you're not, it's too much of a loss as a human being. It's like, oh, I just lost all that money, you know, but the more you make, it's like, oh, well, the proportion is not so big. Right. So, so yeah, um, it's really about an irresistible offer where they're like, yeah, I really need that. So for mine, it's like, we are going to help you get clients because most coaches don't know how to get clients. They've tried the ads thing. It's just like, they feel powerless because they've, they've, you know, the roulette wheel of ads, you know, it's a roulette wheel. It's a slot machine. Is it going to work? Did you get the right person? We don't know. And even if you've got a great ads person, sometimes it's just your offer or the person or the personality doesn't work on ads, right? Mm -hmm. Now, I've seen people that are flat, not good looking, but have a great offer. And they're like reading, they're reading the, you know, the, you can see them reading the ad text and they're making a lot of money because their offer's so good. Mm -hmm. It didn't matter. The offer has to be good. So you're not relying on your brand and your looks and whether you talk well, you speak well. So it has to be results that are irresistible, that people really want and need. So it can't be like, oh, 
I'm going to boost your views online. Well, that's not enough. Boost your views and get, get, you know, or I'm going to work out your tech so that you know your KPIs so well, you're going to double what you earn just by knowing your numbers. That's mm -hmm. a good offer because we all know when you know your numbers that you make more money just by knowing the numbers, right? right. Yep. So, so those are good offers, money, love. Um, well, I'm shocked that more people, health coaches are worth their weight in gold. I'm shocked that more people don't prioritize their health and, and you know, cause I think they are prioritizing other things. Money is definitely a priority, definitely. Mm -hmm. Um, but there's a lot of things like also how to make money doing this. Like, oh, you know, I know a guy, you know, how to make money on YouTube channels. People want that. Anybody could do it. Does it work for everybody? No. But his marketing makes out that it does work for everybody. <laughs> you know, so it's a passive income thing. Passive income. There's so many offers that people really want. Also, like divorce coaches. Like somebody's going through a divorce. You're pretty desperate. You know, you want to help with that. So there's so many, I mean, I can't even say how many offers there are. And there's so many that are really irresistible. Mm -hmm. So you're developing the, this program. Now, obviously, to get to the one, two, three million, yeah, mm -hmm. you probably have to rely on, you know, recurring revenue as well after the program. Is that something that you have as well? I mean, to be honest, none of this is recurring revenue. And that's really? what people are okay. None of it. None of this is recurring revenue at all. Because what I did was this. I looked at all the, you know, I looked at all the models. Now, if you want a recurring revenue model, you know, the mm -hmm. fact is it takes longer to set that up on the front end. It is a long setup for recurring revenue. It really is. It's, um, you know, it's creating an offer suite. It's, it's a lot of little offers. It's now I am the person, I didn't have time for that. I needed to make money NOW. I figured out a way to get meaningful wealth into your door overnight, overnight. And what happens is your confidence shoots up, you get more, and later on, you have the luxury of building a recurring revenue, whatever, without stress, because it's like, okay, I already have all this coming in. Now, why don't I start looking at a recurring revenue, but there's zero stress involved. Like I just started, I did a very tiny program, a very low cost money power transformation. There was no stress involved that that had to work. It's like, hey, I just, I'm experimenting now with with recurring revenue and like I'm doing it live, but then it will be deliverable to be on my website, blah, blah, blah. And then I'll get a few more. And sure, you know what? Do I mind if somebody goes to my website and clicks and buys $300 without me? Yeah, it's great, right? I would never rely on that. It's not enough. So none of this is recurring. No, it is just selling my program day in, day out. This is impressive. This is impressive. I know before we started recording, we were talking about an experience I had um, you know, using another agency with, with outbound messaging on, on LinkedIn. Um, and I know the amount that I invested in that and then what your program is mm -hmm. uh, and the fact that you actually help people um, do this, but not mm -hmm. in that kind of spammy type of way that, mm -hmm. that a lot of times we, we see online. Um, let's talk about your offer. Let's talk about mm -hmm. how people can work with you um, and, and what they'll get out of it. Sure. So we have two offers. I have a 12-week accelerator and it is an accelerator. We don't call it a mastermind because it's not really, I mean, yes, there's other people in it, but a mastermind to me is more like you're meeting with the other people and they're all helping each other. That's not what this is. Yes, they'll help you, but it's us helping you. So we take full responsibility. We have five coaches in there because I don't mess around. And I thought, I just want to get a really good team. So we have an amazing content and copy coach that used to run Universal Studios video content department. We have an incredible mindset coach who's Canadian actually. And she's also a healer because I believe that, it, you know, it's not just about strategy. It really is about mindset 
and, and mastering your emotions and, and the strategy, because that's what makes this work. So some programs like mine, it's more like, Hey, go do the work, do the work. People need to know why they're not doing the work. Sometimes we need to help them to do the work. I've understood this enormously. Um, the first person I ever had on my team was a mindset coach actually. And then we have also a heart-based sales coach because we teach heart-based sales because I am so against the old way of selling. Like when I get on a sales call with somebody, I'm like, okay, just, I say to them, look, you don't need to do all that. Just tell me what it is and let's shortcut this. And they're like, oh, okay. Because they start the, they start the manipulation in the script. And, you know, I see right through that. And it's, I'm just like, I always say, look, I'm already interested. Just hit me with what it is. And they go, okay. Because they get it. Oh, we want to hear about your vision. I said, no, don't want to go there. I already know if I'm on the call with you that I'm half. When I get on a sales call, I'm 70% sold already or I wouldn't even be on that call. That's how I operate. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't waste time. I already know. I've asked some questions like, great, I'll get on the call only if I'm 70% in. So at that point, no, I don't want to go back to the baby stuff. So we have a great heart-based sales coach. And then we got a, another head coach. So it is group, but it's also one-on-one. -on -one. Now, believe it or not, I'm a multi-million dollar coach and I'm doing some of the one-on-one -on -one myself hmm. in my lower end, lower end. Okay. Because I just want it to work and I'm not precious and people can, they can message me on Facebook whenever they want. Hey, Jean, I have a problem. So I don't have what other coaching companies have once they reach a million. It's like, oh, we're going to divorce ourselves because that, that's not good. That's not what they're paying for to get in and be in a McDonald's type, you know, McDonald's, you know what I mean? As in like mm -hmm. McMansion, a Mick coaching, coaching, <laughs> right? I'm not a Mick coach and I don't want to be. And I'm still doing all of my sales calls. Sometimes it's hard to fit them in because sometimes I have like seven a day. And I'm like, ah, I need help, but good problem to have. However, the thing is that people need help and what we promise and we do deliver. And I've had people come in and say, I've done 10 programs and I've never experienced this level of, of service, caring, uh, you know, getting to do it. So we take our clients' uh, results really, per I take them personally. I do. I was like, we, we need to make this happen. So that's the 12 week one. We also have a year. Now the year is great because you've got four rounds of the 12 week and everything involved there. Plus they're getting me for a whole year as much as they want. This is massive value. And that's like, Hey, what's the longer term as well? Like, do we help you start a podcast? Do we learn how to do these challenges and groups and funnel them in there? You know, do we help you to do a book or team building? I'm really good at, at, I call it really like lean and mean team building. It's not, oh, we're going to hire people. It's like lean and mean how to get one person integrate, coach them. Next, to build a really tight team bit by bit is not easy. And I've figured that out. It's not what you think. It's not, yeah, I'm going to go hire a team. You don't just, when somebody says, yeah, I'm hiring a team, I already know they're an amateur. Mm -hmm. Because if they don't know that I know, you don't just hire a team when you just, when you're at 10K months, right? I'm yeah. like, uh-huh, <laughs> right? So there's more involved and it's a way of doing that and, and, get, and replicating your process replication. People really miss that. Something's working. Now we replicate that avenue and get help. And, and then later you get ads. So it's really kind of whatever people need. That's a year. Um, and that's good for people that just know that they, they want me and they want more than 12 weeks. They just want to just go for it and have a whole year of building. Of course, they're going to get the short-term wins and long as well. So that's my, those are my programs. Now, the reason why I care so much is I was poor for a long time. Like I was a starving artist, starving actress, did okay for a bit, then not okay. Like 
everything was on credit. So we weren't starving. But if credit weren't around and it were the old days, we would have been on the streets. Thank God for credit, right? Mm -hmm. Like if this were the 40s, we would have been on the streets with my daughters. I would have been on the streets. So thank God for credit. So thank God I had credit debt because people always go, oh, I'm in debt. I thanked God every day I had credit debt because that kept me going. And I, and I used it well. I leveraged it well. So, so the thing is that I care because I'm emotionally connected to helping people make money. Literally, when people say in my program, my clients, I just got a 10K client. I'm like, oh, yes, you know, because that person was never getting 10K clients or 3K or 5K clients. So I love it. It's, it's, I, I'm so connected to that that I get just as much pleasure out of my clients having win as my own kids. My kids joke about it. They're like, well, you care about your clients. Well, not really, but kind of. Um, you know, um, because when you've been through something in life and you figured it out, it does drive you to, to have a mission to help people do that as well. And I really, I really do care about that. It shows that you care just in hearing your story and everything. How oh, do people you. contact you? What's the website? Well, um, I'm going to give you that link. It's going to be, you know, my Jean-Amlore forward slash reviews forward slash. That mm -hmm. should, I hope that's going to be in the show notes because then you're going to see the hundreds of client stories and you can also book a call there. Okay. Um, and, and that's the best place because it's my website. If they want to, if you want to reach out to me also, it's my name. It's so simple. I keep things simple. Jean Amelore on Instagram, Jean Amelore Facebook, Jean Amelore LinkedIn. Um, so there's many ways of reaching out. Well, Jean, you've been uh, an absolute inspiration, um, especially for myself, because this is the, this is where I aspire to, to get to as well. Um, and, and I completely aligned with, with the way that you've gone about this. So uh, thank you oh, so much for you. sharing this with us. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I want to take a moment and thank the sponsor of our podcast, eWebinar. If you've been doing webinars for any time now, or you've even just considered starting to do a webinar, you should consider eWebinar. This platform allows you to do evergreen webinars with a feature set that is just like hosting a live webinar. Those that are in attendance can chat with you, can engage with your content, all in a recorded format. Check it out. You want to learn more? Go to bluecowmarketing.ca slash ewebinar. Looking for a CRM that's more Canadian than apologizing for apologizing? Meet Client Connector. Imagine high-levels genius. Now with extra Canadian politeness and a dash of maple syrup smoothness. Courtesy of Blue Cow Marketing's Decade of Wizardry in Business Automation, this is where tech meets Canadian charm. For just $97 a month, you're not buying a system. You're getting a hockey team's worth of support, minus the ice. It's all the CRM power you need, with the personal touch of your favorite local diner, ready to make your business as smooth as maple syrup and as efficient as a beaver dam. Paddle over to clientconnector.app and let's get your business saying sorry for being so awesome.